0: Welcome back, everyone, to a truly fantastic new episode of Whisper in the Wings, and for today's episode, we are heading to the stacks, if you will. We have a wonderful acting coach and author joining us today, Christine McClure, whose new book, Drama for Teen Actors, is coming to New York. First of all, it's available at the Drama Bookshop, as well as Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and more, Check those places out, mainly the Drama Bookshop, of course. But she is coming out for a special event at the Drama Bookshop on Tuesday, February 13th at 7.30 p.m. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting eventbright.com. We are so excited to have our guests on today and to be learning more about this fabulous book, Drama for Teen Actors. So let us welcome on our guest. Christine, welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper.
1: Thank you, Andrew.
0: (laughs) I am really excited to have you here, and I'm excited to talk to you about this book, Drama for Teen Actors, as well as this event coming up at the Drama Bookshop, the amazing Drama Bookshop. They always have wonderful events, and now you're going to be part of that. So let me start by having you tell us a little bit about what your book, Drama for Teen Actors, is about.
1: Well, it's the journey of six professional teen actors studying drama in an eight-week acting session.
0: That is it 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 has remnants, it sounds like of a chorus line almost, you know, <laughs> following these wonderful performers on a path to do something, right?
1: Well the, the whole idea came to me when I needed a point of view to write about acting. Over the years, you know, I've written as a teacher for over 30 years, I've written a lot of informational for, for my students, for my you know actors, for, my, for myself, for my class exercises, for the directors I taught at Los Angeles Film School, a lot of information. But I thought if I'm going to write a book, I don't want it to be ju- how can I do that? Because I'm not an author by trade. I'm an acting coach. I was an actress in Australia and did some work in America and, and the US. And I couldn't think how to write a book unless I was teaching a class. I thought, if I teach a class and I see the actors doing things, then I can write about what they're doing. And then I thought, wouldn't it be great to have six actors Because in those six actors, I can develop different exercises and we can see different aspects of the work. So I want the reader to feel like they're actually in the class itself, watching the actor on stage do the exercise, hearing what the actor worked on and what they discovered doing it, and then class questions. So the class questions come from the other acting students in the class, the other five, The one actor does the exercise. And I felt like those questions might be questions that a reader might have when they read about an acting exercise. So that's what I do. And then there's finally my feedback and guidance to the actor. Then each chapter deals with a different aspect of my work with the actors. And you see how these actors develop from chapter one, where they all do an exercise, and then from there, I can see what each actor needs. Does that make sense to you?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That sounds fantastic. Like a
1: front row seat in an acting class. That's what the book is for the ha. reader. yes so
0: wonderful. So, what was the inspiration behind you writing this book?
1: Well, uh, you know, it's very interesting because someone said to me, "Oh, you know, after this long career I had, and my students have been wonderfully successful." I'm so happy because some of the most joyous moments of my life have been watching my students in my theatre or when I'm working opposite them in private coaching. And I remember what my teacher said. Oh, all the best books have been written. You know, Stanislavski, Strasbourg. They're my top, you know, they're my top favourite books. And, you know, when I was studying to teach, I read everything, you know, all the different methods, Stella Adler, Uta Hagen, Michael Chekhov, all of them. And I thought to myself, I remember my teacher, the late John Lenn, brilliant method acting coach, you know, from Strasbourg and the Actor Studio, saying that, you know, everything's been written. But because I had time during COVID and I was in Australia, I sat down and I thought, you know what, I'll attempt it. And then an editor said to me, you need a point of view. And that's when I came up with the idea of, my own experience, using my own experience as a writer to create the experience of the actors. And I was inspired in 1989 when I studied with John Lennon. I fell in love with acting all over again. So the acting process has always inspired me and seeing how to bring that out in other actors, bring out the best in them. So that's my inspiration, uh, actors. Actors are my inspiration. And that's what the book is, trying to like express my inspiration <laughs> from the actors on, on the page. <laughs> now I'm going on too long. <laughs>
0: No, no, it's great. I love that, though. I love where you're where you're finding inspiration and then how you're turning that into this great piece there. What was it like developing this book and, and you know, putting pen to paper, if you will?
1: Well, um, it was a fa- fantastic process. I, you know, I have written screenplays and I love going on journeys with characters and hearing the voices. And that was the same ex- experience I had you know, writing this book, I developed, you know, Haley, Josh, Dion, Asia, Maya, and Jacob, right? Six boys, three boys and three girls, different ethnicities. And I could hear their voices talking to me. It's like my students in my class talking to me. And I could see their actions. And so I had to write that. So (laughs) the big shock was, Here I wrote these, you know, eight chapters and I went from, you know, exercise works and all the exercises have applications to things that they do, you know, in a movie or in a TV show on screen. It's basically geared to on screen acting and all the preparations you need. So I'm writing all this thinking, this makes sense. This makes sense. This makes sense. (laughs) And then I think, you know, to do this properly, I need an American editor. So I sent it to an American editor, <laughs> which was a great experience. And he helped me synopsisize the back cover. And then he said, would you like me to look at the book? I said, sure. And he sent back a sample of just my introduction of the book. And I'm going, wow, because, you know, my writing is black on the page, you know, the type is black. and His came back red, red, notes on the side, red, red, notes on the side. I'm going, whoa. (laughs) I'm going, I thought I could read this well, right? And there were notes there saying, this doesn't make sense. You haven't defined this up the front. So I don't know what this means. Um, This is boring. I'm taking it out. (laughs) So I... Eventually, I said to this wonderful editor, John Robert Marlow, he works through the editorial department here in the States. And I said to him, you know what, I realize now, I realize I really should have gone to university and studied creative writing to do what you you know, I can't, I'm you know, it, it's an art form to be an author, it really is an art form. And I so respect people that have that gift but John Robert Marlowe helped me so much with this book that I just read a bit before I, you know, spoke to you and I thought, wow, he's helped me simplify the language and to make it clearer for anyone to read. So teens can read it, parents can read it, agents and managers. I've had all kinds of people read this book, an adjunct professor at the film school's here, read it, and he's the one that introduced me to, to Drama Bookshop, a man called Bob Burgos, a wonderful actor and director. And um, I'm just grateful for having an editor who made me persist to get it clear for my reader because without that, it would have been a bit of a jumble, I think, to understand.
0: So well put.
1: But, you know, it's great the process of sitting down and reading the notes. I would be, I just look at, the the key for me was not to jump too far ahead, not like not turn the pages of what the editor had done and freak myself out, out with, oh my God, how am I going to do this? But to just go line by line, read his notes and really think them through. And then write what he asked me to write, or clarify what he wanted me to clarify. And then finally, I had another editor go through and do a copy edit to make sure that the corrections I had made were in sync with the corrections that the first the the um, line editor and cop- had done. Do you understand? So, and I think because John Robert Marlow was called a line editor, but he did way more than that. He really helped me. He really helped me a lot more than just line editing. He helped me with some concepts too, yeah.
0: Well, what this wonderful journey that you've penned. I'm curious to know, what is the message or thought that you're hoping readers will take away from drama for teen actors?
1: My instinct was when I was writing this book that I don't think that people truly know how hard these young actors work to create the roles that people see on the screen now they might think kids are natural now my my age group is preteen to to young adult and you see these amazing performances real emotional you know dynamic award winning actors and the, the work that goes in behind the scenes, they don't realize these actors have been working for years. These actors have been, you know, it's some of my students now that it reached success at, you know, I've had one student, she worked for two years before she really hit it, you know, a feature film. And then and with that feature film, she got an Oscar nomination. But she'd been working for two or three years. And when they're young, they they have a lot of opportunities, So they're getting a lot of rejection, right? And But then the work process itself, because when there are young actors, they're required to do a lot of emotional work. And one of the big things is, you know, I would get calls. My agent says that my my son or my daughter needs to be able to cry on cue, right? So then I had to develop a way of using an, an adult exercise for young people so that they would be able to cry on cue. And that's that's a tough exercise to do, but they would willingly do it, willingly. Even I had a, what, a seven-year-old who did a, a movie with Robert De Niro, I and mean. he had seven auditions. At every audition, he had to cry before he booked the role with De Niro, seven Casting assistant, casting director, casting director again, with the producers, with Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro again. And every time those scenes they were given, they had to cry. You know, that's a lot of work to put young people through. So I wanted the book to to really demonstrate how they create characters, how they, you know, get to all their emotions, how they motivate these experiences and how hard they work going day after day, after school, you know, doing this work, going to auditions, getting rejected, but still showing up.
0: That is brilliant.
1: Can I add one thing to that too, Andrew? Yes, please. What happens with young actors, they're cast often up against actors that have been working for years top professionals, Oscar winners. I had a student do a movie, Anna Jacoby Heron, was her first role and she had to work, she was 16, and her first role ever and had to work with Matt Damon, opposite Matt Damon in Contagion, right? So that's scary. You know, you're looking at this Oscar winner actor with a brand new actor. So the producers gave me the opportunity to train her for six weeks before the film, and then work with her on set. And while she's on set, not only has she got me hovering around, but she's also got her teacher for school who has to monitor how many hours she works, didn't want me to work with her in lunchtime. But Anna did an amazing job with with Matt. She did an amazing job. She was beautiful. It was a movie that Steven Soderbergh directed, Contagion. So that's, that's the other thing that they face too, is matching up to the experienced actors as well. But the wonderful thing about young actors, they're very in the moment, you know, when they're in the moment and their instincts are, are quite pure. And if you can tap into their instincts and draw out of them, you know, impulses and instincts, they're they are quite extraordinary actors, young actors.
0: That is fantastic. I want to touch a little bit now about the event coming up on February 13th at the Drama Bookshop. You are coming here to New York, very excited about this, for this event happening at the Drama Bookshop. Could you tell us a little about it?
1: Well, the event is, they suggested I have a moderator, you know, I could use my own moderator or the Drama Bookshop moderator. I preferred to go with the Drama Bookshop moderator. And he does an introduction, and then there's a presentation. And then they ask for three questions to be sent, which I did, which the moderator will ask me. And then there's questions and answers from the audience. Now, what I'm preparing now, and I hopefully will come together really beautifully, is in the presentation, rather than just talking all the time, I would love to have one of my young young actor read the Kevin Richardson character from the Exonerated Five, one of the Exonerated Five boys and read a behavioral exercise. So we work very differently. The way I work in my classes with my young actors is we don't just go straight to a script. The script is the inspiration And then the actor develops behavior before that. Instinctual behavior, behavior that helps them identify with the character and helps them sort of feel more like that person. So I think what I'm going to ask this young actor to do is do the exercise from the book as I'm reading it and they experience it in front of us. And then there's the interaction between the actor and myself reading from the book, because I thought it'd be good to hear another voice, not just my voice in the book as the author and teacher, but also another actor's voice in the book, talking about what inspired him, what his instincts felt, and a little bit of background on his research so that we get a, a beginning idea of how actors begin behavior and how they draw out of themselves that behavior.
0: That sounds wonderful. What an experience we look forward to. (laughs) I kind of want to build on that. I mean, you've alluded to this next question, but beyond that, I mean, is there anything else audiences can expect from this evening
1: at the- Questions, Questions. I think. Questions about anything. I'm willing to answer anything about the profession about acting as well as the business side of acting if that's what interests them. And I recently did an event in the regional areas of Australia where I went to school because they were always interested in my, you know, when I was doing my television and film work. And I said, the the presentation where I did a demonstration. I had questions about acting. I said in the questions and answers, I'm happy to answer anything about the business side of acting. So the presentation will be more artistic. Questions and answers can be questions about acting or about my writing process or about the business side of acting. If there's some young actors in the audience or parents or managers or agents, they wanna know how it works out here you know, in LA, then i'm happy to to answer that or how how people work on set or how you get into the business anything like that i'm willing to answer because i've had a lot of experience i, <laughs> I started in 1969 <laughs>
0: right that's wonderful though i i love that you you are offering yourself up as a wealth of information a, a place where people can go to my final question for this first part of the interview I'm going to tie to both things, and that is, who do you hope have access, both to your book and to this event coming up in February?
1: Who do I hope? All age groups. Young actors, young agents, managers, parents of would-be actors, or just anyone interested in the acting process, anyone who is working as an actor, as an adult. I've had great feedback on some of my reviews saying this book really works for teachers so anyone from the performing arts schools any of the teachers from the performing arts schools I I feel that the experience in the book and how I learned about training actors and how I now express it through my own experience with training actors and seeing the results I get from my actors which is Oscar nominations, Emmy Award, Daytime Emmy Award, Young Artists Award. That's what you want for your actors. You want them to have a career. So any of the performing arts schools teachers, any of the academies, you know, Stella Adler Academy, any of those people, I would love them to come because I've read all those books. I've read, you know, the Stella Adler book, the Uta Hagen book, and I'm a big Stanislavski fan and Strasbourg fan. Of the books. So anyone who's, who's working with actors, any, and it doesn't matter whether it's, most of the book is geared to on stage, I mean, to on, on screen work. But I do have a classical character in the book, I have a Shakespeare character. And the first chapter opens with an example of that. And the last chapter is developing that Shakespeare character a little bit more. So I have a contemporary character and Shakespearean character. So, you know, it covers you know, enough ground for classical actors as well as on-screen actors.
0: for the second part of our interview and let our listeners get to know you a little bit more. You have to be one of the most fascinating guests we've had with this incredible career. So I'm interested to pull the curtain back on you a little bit more. And I want to start by asking you, what or who inspires you? What playwrights, composers, or shows have inspired you in the past or are just some of your favorites?
1: I was first inspired by a film I saw when I was 14 years of age and it was Hamlet, Laurence Olivier's Hamlet. He directed it and acted in it and Jean Simmons played Ophelia. That movie from the very opening sequence on the top of this dark castle in, in Denmark in a black and white movie I couldn't stop dreaming about that movie and thinking about that movie made in 1948, but timeless, timeless work in it. And so I experimented with Ophelia when I was 14. I was in a convent boarding school in the country town of Tamworth, Australia. And so I experimented with her, of course, going mad. And I love those sequences where she's, you know, wandering around the castle and singing these songs and losing her mind. And that's what I started. That's what inspired me to start acting. And from there on, I did Shakespeare at school. And then I went on, I started, I went to drama school. Then I, you know, I loved acting and I was inspired by a lot of the TV roles and film roles. But the next inspiration came when I, in 1989, after I'd been acting for over 20 years, and I sat in John, the late John Lenz class here in Los Angeles, and I watched him work with actors, and I heard what he had to say about acting. And I fell in love with acting all over again, just like I fell in love with experimenting with Ophelia. I could see how John would draw out of actors these extraordinary, first of all, extraordinary emotion and also developed characters. And I could hear how it was done. And so a lot of the struggles that I had as a young actor with being able to, you know, cry when they call action or with playing a different character to to myself, I could see how he did that. And the how of acting is what fascinated me, not being told what to do, but how do I develop what I'm meant to do? And that's when I expressed my desire to teach. And John inspired me with all the books to read and help. And I started with a referral from him of a young actor. And then that student referred me to someone else. And that second student of mine booked two series in the 90s. So then I saw that the work that I did with John Lenn through this actor studio, Strasbourg, Stanislavski method worked because this young kid that came to me, his name is Justin Shankaro. He was known as a commercial actor and he was with one of the greatest uh, acting agents at that time, Iris Burton and Chris Snyder. And they called him a commercial kid. They wanted him to book theatrically and he booked two series Picket Fences in Erie, Indiana. And so the work that I studied worked. So when I saw adult actors change, I saw the young people change. And that was inspirational to me. And I loved it. I loved working with young actors. I loved my classes, I loved my private coaching, and I devoted my life to it. And I, I've, some of the most joyous moments in my life have been watching young actors in my theater with, just wild imagination, boundless energy, and just joy. You know, it's given me great joy in my life. I have children and grandchildren, but which gives me the most joy in my life. But young actors are inspirational.
0: I love it. That is a beautiful answer. What an incredible journey you have gone on. I, I just, I love it. And it's a great lean into my favorite question to ask guests, which is, What is your favorite theater memory?
1: Oh, boy, Andrew, that's a tough question. (laughs) Ah, I've got it. Yeah, got it. For myself, it was when I played Gertrude in Hamlet, Queen Gertrude, in 1999 here in Los Angeles at the Globe Theatre in Los Angeles. And my king was played by an actor I knew from a class I'd studied in in the late seventies here in America, Cal Bartlett. It was the most extraordinary. It was so good to get back to doing Shakespeare again, and that speech, where she comes in and says to Laertes, "Your sister drowned," is a speech that I still repeat to myself because Shakespeare's language, Shakespeare's depth of feeling that you need to play Shakespeare and what he gives you, the imagery he gives you to work with, are just inspirational. And I think that from, I remember roles I did at school, Shakespeare has always been the most inspirational for me.
0: Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that memory. That's so brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing it with us. Thank you. Do you have any other projects or productions coming on the pipeline that we might be able to plug
1: for you? No, no more writing projects right now. No, I'm here in LA and I'm doing coaching, private coaching, and I don't have any more ideas to write another book just yet. Although I was thinking maybe I should write a book from an adult point of view, But then then I thought, this is <laughs> it's an expensive project when you're self-published. Yes, it's an expensive project, but it's worth it because it what it does, it it captures everything that I've done in my life. It's it's almost like my friend says, when are you going to land? He says he feels like the book make me made me land, you know, landed in my life. A wonderful actor called Theo Penglis. And he said. You've landed with this book. <laughs> no, no, I can't think that. I just want to continue my work with actors. And if a role came along, you know, if I am go back to Australia, that would be fine, too. But, yeah, I just love my work with actors.
0: So fantastic. Well, hopefully we do see that book, though, for adults. Hopefully someone wants to pick up and not just leave you self-publishing, but goes, this, she's on to something. Let's, let's get on the, the Christine train. <laughs> Because it leads to my final question, which is if our listeners would like more information about drama for Teen Actors or about you, maybe they'd like to reach out to you. How can they do so?
1: Well, I don't have a website because I'm sort of ignorant about how to put that together, but I should do it. Everyone's been telling me to do it for 10 years, but... Email me, Christine H McClure at iCloud.com. I don't know if you can put that somewhere on the podcast for me. And Christine is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, then H, which is my middle initial. And then McClure is M-C-C-L-U-R-E at iCloud.com. And it's in the back of the ebook on on Amazon ebook. It's in the back of that wonderful so i'd love it if anyone wants to email or talk to me or whatever (laughs) yes
0: yes absolutely well christine thank you so much for taking the time to stop by and speak with us today i'm so excited to read the book i'm so excited to meet you and attend this event at the drama bookshop today has just been so lovely so thank you so much for your time today
1: Thank you, Andrew. I appreciate it so much. I'm very excited to be in New York. And I am going to send you the book as soon as I get off this podcast. Oh, thank you. And so much. I love your podcast. I love your enthusiasm. And I've enjoyed listening to other people on your podcasts. Thank you so much for doing this.
0: Thank you so much. That means the world. So thank you. My guest today has been the amazing author and acting coach, Christine McClure, whose new book, Drama for Teen Actors, is available at the Drama Bookshop on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other places. Make sure you shop local. So New Yorkers, head down to the Drama Bookshop, do your best to support those local businesses, but get your copy now. And while you're at it, Come on out on Tuesday, February 13th at 7.30 p.m. to the Drama Bookshop, where there will be a special event involving Christine for this book. You can get your tickets and more information about it by visiting eventbrite.com. And also, if you want to reach out to Christine and send her a message or just interact with her, you can do so by emailing her at ChristineHMcClure at iCloud.com. Or check her out on Instagram at Christine McClure. We will have all of this information on our episode description as well as on our social media post. But uh, the two main takeaways. You're going to need to come out and join us Tuesday, February 13th at 7.30 p.m. at the Drama Bookshop for the special event around Christine McClure's book, Drama for Teen Actors, which is available now at the Drama Bookshop at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other places as well. If you like what
1: you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe.
0: You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod,
1: And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And be
0: sure to check out our website for all things Stage Whisper and theater. You'll be able to find merchandise, tours, tickets, and more. Simply visit StageWhisperPod.com. Our theme song is Maniac